eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, it is our 7 o'clock hour. And in this hour, we got a couple of fun things to do. What is out? Did Fox, the network Fox, right? did they have the Eagles win? They had a great shot of one turnover. And a bad shot yeah, of a they miscatch. Miss, they missed that Did catch. they screw that up? Mm. There are even theories, Rhea's learned, <laughs> that there's conspiracy going oh, on. Oh, yes. There's conspiracy theories about that. Mm. And also in this hour, uh, we're going to show this uh, video. We're going to put it out on Twitter. There was a play where Nick Boza not only got owned by Jordan Mylon, <laughs> but uh, uh, Barrett was uh, showing me the proper technique. When you are on top of a player, Al, and do not move. You must keep your hands talked. <laughs> On the line. You know who knows all this? Ross Tucker, Al. He was in the NFL for eight years in offensive line. And he is brought to you by First Trunk Trust Bank, the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, Ross. Angelo, what's up, man? Oh, your voice. Ooh. What happened, Ross? Um, Both my daughters are sick. Oh. Yeah. I, and actually, it'll get better as the day goes, but... Early in the morning, it's dicey. All right, we'll call you around noon. <laughs> All right, let's start with this. Who would you rather interview, Ross, Nick Sirianni or Andy Reid? Ooh, um, I think Sirianni. You know, Andy, I love Andy. I really do. But some of his jokes about the food and stuff, it's like... It, it, he always goes to the same well all the time mm. with the food stuff, whereas Sirianni, you really never know what you're going to get. Yep. Good answer. Who would you rather play for? Um, that's tough. So far, I would love to play for either one of them, I guess. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard anybody say anything bad. About either one of those guys so far. Oh, right, you missed I, the first hour of the show. No, he <laughs> means as a player. I, 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 I'm going to tell you something right now, Ross. I, Barrett Brooks, who would you rather play for, Reed or Sirianni? 
I, I say I, I'd rather play for uh for Sirianni. You know, thank you. He, you know, he's he's more Stoutland. vibrant at this point. You sport. don't understand <laughs> yet, yeah, yeah. Ross, that 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 Andy Reid is a friggin' fraud. You still have not picked that up yet. That Princeton education did not get you to that point yet. Angelo, that is one thing that you and I will never agree on. Um, I like Andy a lot. I will say this. I like the way Sirianni, like, stared down the camera and stuff. Yes. I think I, I like the way Sirianni got so mad in the preseason when that Jets dude knocked uh, Jalen Hurts out of bounds. Oh, he wouldn't want to go so, after Salah. Yeah, yeah. I, think, uh, I think I'll go Sirianni. All right, let's uh, go. see. He's coming around now. Uh, let me get to what happened to Purdy first series. All right, but you um, once that happened, and he was obviously not going to be able to throw the ball. Was the game over at that point, Ross? Um, no, because Josh Johnson came in. The Eagles could not move the ball. McCaffrey had an incredible touchdown run, and it was seven-seven. So, no, the game was not over at that point. Now, when it was 21-7 at the end of the first half, I did thought the game was just about over. And mm. I was with Aaron Andrews as we walked into the Niners off the field. She asked Kyle Shanahan if Purdy was going to come back, and he said, I'm told it's a no. Mm. But I also, Angelo, I heard – um. Niners players saying, keep your head up, keep your head up. I can tell you from experience, as soon as the players start saying, keep your head up, you're dead. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? That's right. interesting. All right. Uh, so uh, here's the one thing, though, I noticed. All right. So they hit Purdy, and, and you couldn't tell initially, Ross, that it was a fumble because it re-hit his arm after it got pried loose by Reddick. And then you had the Devontae play where you couldn't tell right away either until you saw a different angle. The fact that Nick challenged the Purdy play and Shanahan did not challenge the Devontae play, that was a huge uh, kind of a, a juxtaposition of two coaches in big moments, wasn't it? Gigantic, and, uh, and there's other parts of it too there. Number one is the Eagles being well-coached enough that they immediately – got on the ball after the Devontae play mm. and snapped it. That is coaching, Angelo. Mm. That matters a lot. They didn't give Shanahan, or for that matter, Fox, enough time to show any other angles. So they didn't really have the information, whereas the Purdy play was third down. So there was enough time for the Eagles to get multiple looks at it before they challenged it. so um, And not only that, then Sirianni goes for it on fourth and one at his own 34, which was very ballsy. Sirianni had a great game, Angelo. I mean, Sirianni... No, he did. Because you get concerned about, you know, he's, he's pretty inexperienced. It's only his second year, first time in a game like that. He clearly got the better of Shanahan in that game. No doubt. But let's look at that fourth and one again. All right, they don't have a quarterback. You're giving them points if you don't make that because they got a great kicker, and it's going to be a 50-yarder if they don't gain a yard. Is that a smart move, 7-7, seven, seven, second quarter, taking that risk? Well, they've been so good, just so, so good in those situations all year that I think it is. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers that they have in terms of percentage and how many of those they make, but it's a really, really high percentage. So um, they would not have done it. They would not have gone for it unless the numbers were very much in their favor. It worked. Anyway, uh, one more. Hertz was not great in that game, Russ. Nobody would say he was. Should we be concerned about that, wondering if the arm is okay? Um, well, there's different ways to look at it, right? I mean, he was not great. I will tell you, it was pretty windy. Like There were gusts of wind on the sideline, which I don't think helped. I look at it as very encouraging that they won by so much without him playing that great. Mm. But to your point, I don't think they beat the Chiefs unless he plays better. Yeah. He's going to have to play better for them to beat the Chiefs. It's a great matchup, and we will uh, be getting into that next week. Hopefully your voice will be better. Ross, rest yourself. Thank you for doing this under adverse conditions. You're awesome. Thank you, Ross. See you guys. Ross Tucker out. Is he on tomorrow? I, yes, you Al. think he was? <laughs> I don't know if he is. That's up to you. I'm not. You know, it's, I'm a doctor. I get Wednesdays <laughs> off. I don't know anything about it. All right, now let's turn our attention to the behavior of the San Francisco 49er they fans. They are not. Well, yeah. What is yeah. wrong with them? Al, uh, uh, we have had other fan bases come in here and raise a ruckus, yeah. but not to the extent of these people. On the line with us is a uh, emailer named Carolyn, mm-hmm. who showed me, she sent to me photographs of what the Niner fans did to her car mm. in the parking lot. Hi, Carolyn. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you, Angelo? Carolyn, w- uh, let's start. You went to the game. Where did you park? FDR Park. Mm. Okay. All right. So you had a nice little trek down to the to the link. Yeah. Um, did uh, did uh, w- is everybody able to identify that you were an Eagles fan from your car? Well, I was wearing my Eagles overalls and a eagle shaped hat, so definitely could tell we were all decked out. Um, we parked, and a Forty ers fan parked next to us, but we were doing our own thing. We were tailgating. We didn't even say a thing to them. They just got out of their car and went away. So we didn't even interact with them, but they definitely knew we were Eagles fans. All right, and uh, there was no exchange of any kind. Were they acting rowdiest? Did they appear drunk? They did. Oh, there you go. They did. Yep. And when they were walking to the link, you could hear them being booed the whole way mm. on that walk from FDR. All right, when you arrived back at your car after that scintillating victory, Caroline, what did you say? We got to the car, and we were one of the last cars there because we were celebrating. And we got there, and my dad went to go in the passenger side, and he's like, what's this on our car? And it was a giant 49 keyed into the passenger side door. And then on the driver's side, they keyed it horizontal the whole way. I got to tell you, uh, first of all, it wasn't even keyed to me. It was gouged out. Pretty much. That's mm. major body work to mm-hmm. fix yeah. that. Carolyn, how, what car do you have and how old is it? We have a Subaru. I believe it's it's newer. It's like a 2019, 2020 Subaru with wow. my dad's car. I offered to drive us down there in his car, so I felt guilty that that happened to him. 
you know, but he he still said, you know, this was still the best night of my life. Oh, oh, wait, everybody stop right there. Wow. Carolyn, you had your car screwed up by a mm-hmm. bunch of drunken Niner fans. Mm-hmm. And your reaction, the reaction of your father, a lifelong Eagle fan, was it was still the best night of your life. That still? tells you all you need to know about the Eagle fan. That's all you need. Oh, your That's dad you is need. awesome, Carol. What a fine man. Now, is there any way we could identify these punks? Because I could send Barrett Brooks there to kick their <laughs> ass from here to San Francisco. I don't think he couldn't. Barry, you could bury those guys. And I'll do it for free, too. They, they wouldn't buy. And you know what? They wouldn't go near your car. Oh, come on, man. Come on now. Come uh, on. Oh, Carolyn, that's um, – and here's the thing, Al. Oh, what a shock it must have been to these Niner fans that there were Eagle fans going to the home game. Yeah, I know. Well, they're, they're locals find right. Niner fans. All right, like Carolyn, here's what we're going to do. Send me again those photos. I'm going to post them on the WIP Twitter account so people in our city could see the real hooligans. It's not an Eagles fan. It's no. those jackasses. And maybe somebody that. saw them doing it and took yes. pictures of them, and we can post those and catch them. And if somebody uh, observed this after you see the car, we would like information leading to the apprehension of these people hmm. so that they can pay for the damage. Does insurance cover that, or you got to pay a deductible? deductible? We're not sure yet, okay. but it's, it's going to be pretty steep, we think. Oh, it's, yeah. All right, well, uh, uh, let me assure you, if we can identify who it was, Brooks, Barrett Brooks will fly to San Francisco <laughs> and kick their ass. Right, Barrett? Uh, come great. on, man. I mean, I want to do something to their Golden Gate Bridge right now. He's, <laughs> he's heading down toward Arizona anyway. It's not yeah. that far from there. <laughs> Carolyn, thank you for sharing that thing. Send me those uh, photos, or I want to post them. Absolutely. You got it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Carl. That's terrible. Those guys came in. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't even know how to act. They're challenging. The most passionate sports city in America Mm -hmm. with hooligan activities. And then when they find out that we're retaliating, like spitting on those talk show hosts who gave out their exact section where they'd be sitting. That was bright. What did they expect to happen? Did they want a round of free drinks? Well, they shouldn't have got spitted on. Is that a word? Spit, spit on. No, spit they on. shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. No, I don't agree with that. You don't spit on people. No. I know, but sometimes <laughs> when you're <laughs> yelling at somebody, it kind of spritzes well, a little. one sometimes. finger hello is okay. <laughs> yeah. It might have been a spritz. You've <laughs> seen during the COVID rear, a lot of little particles come flying out when you're well, yelling. <laughs> you didn't notice that? But, I mean, no. you got the key in a car. I mean, somebody should have. Yeah. Somebody should have seen I, it. I would bet they're, they live here, too. Yeah. They're not from out of town. Oh, really? Well, they parked it. You know, at FDR, FDR. they are going area. FDR. Yeah, so right, let's that's, find that's these. Right Maybe there's yeah. a car that was parked by though, because it wouldn't be on if the car's not on. I, I always take right. pic. I always take pictures sometimes of people next to me. All right, I uh, do too. I do. I do, too, do, yeah. I do it because I go to the All right, we, Wells I, Fargo. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> All right, not yet. Right on, Jimmy. Not yet. Okay. All right, hold on. Let me get Jimmy up here real quick. He wants to help Carolyn. Jimmy, how can you help Carolyn? Listen, guys, I have a body shop. Couple body shop. Uh-huh. I am not going to say the name. I'm a season ticket holder. 49ers. They're rude. <laughs> I will fix your car for free, guys. Oh. Let's get this done. Oh, no. I will not allow that unless you mention your body shop because you deserve credit for this, Jimmy. Tanner Autobody. What's it again? Say it slower. Tanner, T A N N E R Avenue Autobody. All right. There you go. Uh, Jimmy. Thank you. Hold on. 
Carol and I'm in email. I'll put you guys together. You are a tremendous man, Jimmy. Thank you. You got it. Thank you. I knew that would take two seconds. That was amazing. Yeah. Because that's expensive. To Carolyn, that guy's going both to sides. They did yeah. both sides of the that's car. Both sides. Yeah. They gouged it too. It was they're gonna have to do a lot there, Al. Right. Get I'm right not through. a body guy. I don't know what it is. But <laughs> I'm about to call Jimmy too. I got to get my my truck painted. So I'm gonna... there it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're, you're not getting a wait, free one either. Wait, I'm, wait, I'm, wait. You're I very pay. well. Come on, I pay. I saw the money. You already got 150 <laughs> extra when you went to Detroit. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. When we return, Al. This is weird how TV had a direct effect on the game the Eagles won on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And we got to talk about whether or not we're putting too much reliance on TV networks to. All right, 723. Nice, easy question today on our question of the day because I am trying to take a temperature. What I am attempting to do here, ladies and gentlemen, is put Andy Reid off the table by getting dealing with him today and uh, my own hatred for him. And make no mistake, it is a blood hatred. And uh, the feelings of our city toward him, we are split ourselves. Rhea and I can't stand him. Ava goes along with whatever Rhea says. Barrett Brooks and Al Morgani <laughs> are in favor of dad. Yeah, that, All right, that, anyway. This one was from my dad. But Your dad yes. hated Andy Reid. Yeah, and uh, was, since, since him and Rhea right. agreed on it. So how did the people in this city feel? Uh, brought to you by Armin <laughs> Chevrolet of Ardmore. Minor fender bender or major accident. Armin Chevrolet's collision center will make it right. Certified service, ArminChevy.com. Do you like Chiefs head coach Andy Reid? 76% say yes. All right, you 76%. Please spell stupid for me. Maybe you Angelo. should wait to retire. S-T-O-O-P-I-D. <laughs> stupid. Oh, my God. 76%. What am I supposed to do with that? Al? Well, you that's could either like... acknowledge your defeat or you could just keep Charging on. What do you think he's going to do, Keep Al? Charging on. <laughs> charging on. I'm going to double down on my failure. Yeah, there's a shot. That's uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the mail-in ballot. All right. Anyway, I want to play. Uh, I want Nick Sirianni's coming out at 8:30 today, and he's going to explain how they uh, they really did exploit Kyle Shanahan's indecisiveness at a critical moment early in the game. Mm-hmm. Devontae Smith on fourth down mm-hmm. makes a catch that mm-hmm. is. Incredible. Unbelievable. One hand, full extension, brings it into his body, lands right near the sideline. And as he lands, he, he's on the ground. He suddenly decides we really should snap the next play ASAP. And he signals by bumping his fists together, go right to the line. Mm-hmm. This, Barrett, would indicate to me he is not certain it was a legal catch. Absolutely. All right. So at that point, since it's fourth down, shouldn't the other coach, knowing nothing else, seeing no video, say, I'm going to use a challenge here and try to get this stopped? Just off off instincts, just like Devontae Smith. He knew situational awareness. That's what Nick does. He teaches and coaches situational awareness. Evidently, he didn't get the memo. You know, Ah. I I thought Shanahan was supposed to be this this guru coach was going to outcoach Sirianni. It seems like... He got out coached the entirety of this game. Mm-hmm. Well, last night on the uh, Brandon Graham show at Chickies and Pete's, uh, Jordan Maialata was there. 
and he actually explained what the process is when something like that happens. Yeah, the, I mean, that was a hell of a play by uh, Smitty on, yeah. on both fronts, mentally and physically. And you, you see the catch, you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> but when you see him get up from the catch immediately, you know, we have a protocol where if it's like a, if he's unsure that he's caught it, to get up and, and we, we all race the lines, get set, get a play in so they can't call it. Um, and, and that's what we did, you know, and a lot of, a lot of people don't understand situational awareness. That, that's, that's where you got to, you know, coach has got to be like, got to throw that flag quicker, man. Yeah. A finger on the trigger. So he's saying that Shanahan should have thrown the flag. Yeah. Here's why Shanahan did it. We didn't see it. So there's a play clock. You got 40 seconds. They're going to get it off. And um, they got it off. I wasn't going to throw it anyway. It's just hoping. But it looks like he caught it. And then they show a, re- a replay up there. But it ended up looking like a catch on the replay, too. But that then man. they had a second replay. Yeah. And the second replay showed clearly that as he was landing, the ball was jarred out of his hand, hit the ground, sandwiched between his, his ground, the ground and his stomach, and he cradled it in. Jumped up, went back to snap the ball. The Eagles end up with a touchdown on yeah, this yeah, series. Yeah. They would not like be getting that up. touchdown. Here's what I'm trying to understand. Mm-hmm. All right, um, if if he himself is not sure, if Fox had that second replay quicker, mm-hmm. would they have challenged? Yeah. If the second replay went up on the board in the in the, at the link, he would have challenged. Yes, I so would the think. The fact that it took Fox an extra couple of seconds. Gave the Eagles their first touchdown. Is that uh, correct? Yeah. Yes. But, so, but, the, but uh, then the onus becomes on a network rather well, than on Well, they're going to get else. it as quick as they can. I mean, they have to go through their angles, too, yeah. on what they have. Plus, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought they introduced that expedience yes. thing. Yeah, that but they expedited but they, uh, review, but I review. guess they didn't have review I didn't either. see it happening the whole weekend this weekend. <laughs> no. But if they had an expedited review, they could have blown the whistle. That's what I thought. They did yeah. not do that. Well, no one saw it until it was yeah. too late. So a billion-dollar industry is relying upon a producer at Fox to get them a replay. It, uh, Rhea, that's, I mean, when we <laughs> used to argue about this a long yeah. time ago before they introduced it, the, <laughs> the argument people made is the TV network will end up having a bearing on who wins a game. They had a bearing on the punt. <laughs> well, the punt, we still don't know if it hit the wire. Uh, yeah, okay. They did not have any shot of a punt hitting their wire. It's well, their wire. But you know what? Um, it, it What goes on, with, with, what they show inside the stadium is different from what they show on the broadcast. Yeah. Now, to us, right. you know, we just see, you know, because it, it wasn't like to like the sixth replay that we see that he didn't catch the ball. Right. But inside the stadium, that's actually the Eagles people that are controlling that. It's the, st- inside right, the What about itself. the coaches in the Niners box who are reviewing They dropped it. the ball because they, they have it. The, yeah. They have those views. I also worked inside the truck. I was a producer inside the truck. Oh, okay. And all they do is like, you'll know, say, all right, let me see. Replay. Who has the replay? It might be on gold. It might be on blue. It might be on silver. Uh, it might be on camera three, number one. They look and see where's the best replay at. And they're calling out these guys on Elvis's. Wow. They, they really figure out who's got the best read, and they tell them. Then they get it up. They lunched on it. Fox lunched on it inside the truck by not getting up the best view. Um, well, that helped enough. the Eagles, but the other guys could have still gotten it. He just like you said, he should have thrown the flag regardless. It yep. was a big wow. play, a that's, huge play. Garrett, with two minutes, less than two minutes to go in the game, that's being reviewed. 
Yes, it yeah. is. Less than two minutes. It wouldn't happen. That's why it's going to scoring play. It would be viewed. Wouldn't have happened. But uh, the, uh, you're raising a point about the expedited yeah, review thought, that I, is fascinating because they were catching stuff like that the previous weekend. Oh, well, yeah. I didn't see it used in the whole time. Maybe yeah. they stopped doing it after the one week. I guess plus your reputation, you're a receiver like that. Know. You think you can actually do it. I don't yes. know. <laughs> yes, yes. It's an amazing thing how that all played out. Brian's on the line next. Hi, Brian. How you doing, Angelo? Do you enjoy Andy Reid? No, I don't. I actually, last night I was listening to Howard es- Eskimo Eskin show, and he was saying Andy Reid's a better coach than Sirianni. He did say that? <laughs> Could you hear smooch uh, sounds in the background while he was kissing Reid's ass? Oh, God. <laughs> and I actually watched the uh, the replay of the game, yep. the Chiefs and the Bengals, and I think like throughout that game they left the whole middle of the field wide open so i think we could take advantage of that i'll tell you what first of all the eagles ran for 148 yards something like that against the best run defense in football i think the eagles can put up 200 against the chiefs just on the Uh, ground the eagles this is what people are still fighting the eagles strength offensively is still Mm -hmm. running the football because those big boys up front they create holes out. Mm-hmm. Did you see Sanders go right up the middle for the touchdown? Untouched. Yep. Untouched. That is great blocking to make that happen. Great blocking. Unbelievable. There are you. You did that for a living, Barrett. They are tremendous at run blocking. There's nothing that's most disheartening to a defense than this. You can't stop the run. I mean, it just kills a defense because they start looking at each other like, "What are we gonna do? We can't stop the bleeding." Plus, it controls the clock. Best thing in football for an offensive lineman is to run the ball. I, I love the run. R- Brian, give me a word to describe Andy Reid. I got uh, dreadful. Dreadful. I'll put that down. Now, Al's the judge, and Al kind of likes him. Mm-hmm. So you might want to put some positive words in there just in case. Because we never know it, Al. You can't read Al. He's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go next to Lou in Mount Law. Hi, Lou. Hey, good morning. I cannot believe or fathom that anybody who watched him for 14 years remotely has anything positive to say about him. How many times did we lose to inferior teams that we should have beat? Angelo, by the time he left, we should have had three or four Super Bowls easily. Lou, and and besides that, his manner, he was a robot. He wouldn't answer questions. He wouldn't take you into his world. He never really became a Philadelphia the way Nick did in the first six months. How do people not see this? Lou, I don't. Are we so much smarter than the norm? No, well, no argument on that one, Angelo. Yeah, Probably. Mount Laurel, but, very, very bright community. But, My son lives so. there. They're very, very smart in Mount Laurel, so that's possible. All right, Lou, give me a word to describe this man. A word because there's no feeling, no sense of connection anywhere. I'm going with empty. Empty is a beautiful word. Lou, I have enjoyed your call. Ron's up next. Hi, Ronnie. How you doing, young man? Ron, I don't uh, like San Francisco. I don't like the people. I don't like anything. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm uh, from South Philly, but I live in Annapolis, Maryland now. What I was saying is I listened yesterday, and I'm not going to be the dead horse all day long. I heard the excerpts from their station. So what I did, though, because Odyssey has rewired uh, in the time difference, I was able to hear it. You know their broadcast, and then I called their show before it was over. Ooh. So I told them, I said, I, I have one question. I, I was going to lie because I thought if I told them where I was from originally, they wouldn't uh, put me on. But they did. They said, you want to take this guy? So anyway, long story short, I said, I have one question. Uh, 
another two sides to the story with fan bases. But what is a fake mobster? And he went on to tell me it's someone that talks a bad game, but they're nothing but a punk. So I said, oh, I see. I guess that's because you guys are real gangsters. And, of course, I went on to tell him. That was good. Yeah, but I went on to tell him why, that they're real gangsters. Because, of course, as you know, Nick Bosa's great and Joey's their uh, great-grandfather was the head of the Chicago mobsters. He, he was Al Capone's driver uh, when Al was in uh, Miami for the alibi. It was his great-grandfather who planned the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Ironically, he would live to you know, his 80s, and he didn't die you know, a, a violent death. He That's died surprising. Of, uh, All right, no, so yeah, I did not up, know this. Uh, yes, Ron, I did not. Boza. When you look it up, it, his name was Tony Arcado. Tony uh, Arcado. Why isn't it Boza? Went by he he went by he must have been on the on the mother's side he went by Joey this thing Patton. called marriage people take names you're right. not always right. have the this same this is name. fascinating <laughs> right. what did those morons uh, reply when you told them about the gangster background of Joey and Nick Bosa I hung up <laughs> uh, but I didn't want to give him but it was no no but you his nickname if you look his name his nickname was Joey Batters that wasn't. Right. Because uh, for obvious, obvious reasons. And when you would, they would go and interview Nick on TV, he would honestly say, I only regret, I bet we could have had interesting conversations if, wow. you know, if he had. So I decided to get that in. I, that I was good, Ron. Pick. You trolled those trolls. That's always yeah. fair. Ron, give me a word for Reed. You know what? I don't want to do it because All I right. want to. Fair enough. 215 592 9494. Did anyone know that? Could I get my staff here to work on that? Al, did you understand that the Bozes have a connection with the mob? Good for them. Yeah. We're yeah, Italian, yeah. by the way. I would like to make this clear if anybody's wondering. Neither Al nor I have any affiliation with the La Casa Nostra. No, I was with the Irish mob. <laughs> right. I was uh, closely affiliated with a uh, separate uh, committee, Al, La Casa Nostra. Oh, yeah. Oh, my that God. is people with large schnozzes. <laughs> 2 9494. 94. When we return, Al, you got to hear this. Brian Baldiger broke down a play mm-hmm. where Nick Boza, coincidentally, got pancaked. Oh. And you, this, this play is beautiful. You got to hear the way Baldy describes it because Nick Boza was not a factor in the game Sunday, and that surprised a lot of people. Hi, welcome back. In the next hour, you're going to hear right. from Brandon Graham and Nick Sirianni. Uh-huh. That is pretty exciting. Two guys that are well plugged into the public. Boy, aren't they, though. They understand their fan base. But for, I just want a couple of things here. Mm-hmm. Barrett Brooks out. Yeah. He looks like a guy who could sing. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. got a beautiful speaking voice, right, yeah. Barrett? Yeah, but I, I sing like I'm going You're through puberty. Yeah. You're not good. And Al, you <laughs> told me you a, can't sing. Not a Rhea, do you sing a little? No. Here's the test. What is it? All right? Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. You got the family. No, you got the family around the cake, Al, mm-hmm. and somebody's got to lead it. Yes. And and it should be somebody who's pretty good. Yeah, and then I'll follow. I have never been in the family where there was somebody who could lead it. I, I lip sync. You lip sync yeah. happy birthday? I, I lip sync Fire Eagles Fly. That's how bad my voice is. <laughs> it's that bad. <laughs> right. All right. Good. Should Jalen Hurts have lip sync Fly Eagles Fly on the podium? Absolutely. Come on. Absolutely. Well, I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I just found out this morning <laughs> that 
they were so successful with that Christmas album yeah, and the yeah. linemen yeah. that Jalen Hurts is putting out an album. No. And we're going to play it for you the couple of minutes, some of the snippets from it. Jalen Hurts, Al, does your favorites. Oh, no. And he's hitting some tough songs, and he's nailing them. You're going to love it. I give him credit for belting that thing out, even if it was. You think he regrets it? No. Okay. No, he's having fun. Oh, he's having he fun. Not. You win a championship you like that. Yeah, that yeah. was beautiful. And his favorite singer was there to listen to him, and she's having a ball. But Nita tr- Baker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, but just so you know, it wasn't great. Right. Uh, she's better. No, she's <laughs> No, I swear, Anita brought him over and whispered in his ear, all right, enough of this. I don't sing. Let me do that. You you quarterback, I'll sing. But uh, here's the thing. I, I want to get this in, though, because uh, Nick Bosa, we were afraid of him. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know anything about that uh, connection with Whatever, the mob. Yeah. I don't know about it. I but, think it's true. I think I've read it before. I don't think all right, it's but here's what I do now. His brother Joey got trolled because I saw a video of it. Hmm. The fans were giving him the business. Yeah. And then inside, where people thought he might run run roughshod because you had Lane Johnson with a a doctor, and uh, Barrett before the show was showing me that's a painful thing, huh? Absolutely. You're trying to lift your leg up, and that that doctor. Very tough. uh, It it hurts. I mean, it hurts like heck if you just strain it, let alone rip it. Right. So, but then we said, all right, fine. But what about when Boza lines up across from Mylotta? My lot is still learning the game. He hasn't done it that mm-hmm. long, and that's the defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. There's your weakness. It wasn't on Sunday. My lot ate his lunch. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a playoff described by Brian Boulder. It has gone viral. It's everywhere. Where he will take you inside a play where my not only knocks uh, Bosa onto the ground, he then sits on him. Uh, he just plants mm-hmm. his 360 pounds mm-hmm. on top of Boza. Mm-hmm. Here's the way Baldy described it. The story here in this play, and the story of the season, is the Eagles' offensive line. That's Malata on Nick Bosa. Now, not everybody has Malata, but Malata puts Bosa right on his Bosa right here. Like, and not just puts him down, but he's going to gator him, he's going to sit on him, he's going to breathe on him, he's just going to let him know we're here all day. All right? That's just the way Malata plays, Dickerson, Kelsey, they all play the same way. Like, nobody has this mentality on the offensive line in this league like the Eagles do. Now, we, we got if we haven't tweeted out yet, we will. It's a really fun play to watch because Boza just got pancaked. Mm-hmm. But I asked uh, Barrett Brooks, who was a uh, lineman for many years in the NFL, and I went, Barrett, you're allowed to just lie on top of the man and you noticed something that made it legal. Well, it was legal because the way he finished the block, his hands were inside. They were tied to his body inside the framework of, of Bosa's body. So if, it's only holding when you're outside the framework. If you're outside holding his shoulders, but if you're inside holding his peck, and when he drove into the ground, he laid on top of him, he finished the play, and their hands were inside. It's no longer a holding call. It's just you just got pancaked. The fun part of it is the hands inside out because normally when you're lying right. on top of somebody, your hands yep. are out. Mm-hmm. His, hand, his hands are right next to his body. It's so interesting to see, and he doesn't let him up for a long time. And he did he say he's breathing on him? And he was breathing on him. And I'm going to tell you, Al, if he had, like, garlic the night before, mm-hmm. Boza was woozy <laughs> for the next five plays. He was right on top of him. It was almost weird to see this. This was 700 pounds of mail all in one clump. <laughs> it was. You got to see it. If, if 
we haven't tweeted out, we will right away so you can see that. And Baldy, Al, is he good at describing that stuff? Perfect. Baldy's the best. Let's go to Sean in Maryland. Hi, Sean. Hey, good morning, Ange. Good morning, Barrett. Al, Rhea, how you doing? Good. Good morning, morning. We are very pleased. We have 12 days to go, and I have 10 shows left after today. I love it. Not lo- I don't love that you're leaving because uh, uh, you're one of the best. But I do love the game, and I'm still on a high from Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and what uh, what I love most about these past two games is is it's a it's we've got that game well in hand in the second half, and I can party in the fourth quarter. I don't have to be worried about nothing. Which you know, was, which, I'm glad you brought was that. Beautiful, Rhea. You were in the box, right? Yep. And yep. it was decided by the fourth quarter. Oh, um, was it was it a party atmosphere after that? They well the the yeah it was because here's what happened. So third quarter was still raucous. Yeah, I mean very yeah. raucous. Fourth quarter we began to notice that as as Jalen kept handing the ball off, he would run towards the sideline so no one could even touch him. Ah. I mean it was clear they weren't even trying to do anything to get right. anybody hurt. So it was just, and then it just became a party. It was what, just, they, uh, what was happening in the box? Were people uh, drinking, having a, everybody what was, was going great, on? Every, it was hard not to be in a great mood. Yeah. But, but, like, but that uh, kind of, at halftime, when it was 21-7, was it 21-7 and a half? Yes. It was over. No, I know it was over. <laughs> I'm just wondering how the doctors, these are some of the most prominent physicians in America, the, how they party. Everybody was having a great time. We had Keith in there who won our tickets. And then Dave. Dave never stopped losing his mind, so he was fun. Oh, that you Dave know. guy was in there. Yeah, with the boot. Was he, he dancing with a... He da- was great. He had his face painted. I mean, he was, you know, it was a party. I just see, oh, I don't go to parties, so I'm still not sure what's <laughs> happening in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Probably a little late to get hey. used to it. Yeah. <laughs> will, will you when you retire? What's that? No. When you retire, you're going to go to games? I believe. I said to my wife yesterday, I think she is married to what will soon become a full-fledged hermit. Maybe series season tickets. <laughs> Maybe you get season tickets. She even game. asked me, do you think you'll want to go to a game get next some year? season tickets. And I said, Phillies. I think what I would like to do is remain home. I got a mild form of that agoraphobia. Well, I don't like hey. to leave Why the house. Why are you going to do that to her? I don't know. She <laughs> leads an active social life. Sean, give me a word for Andy Reid. Yeah, whether you like Andy or not, uh, he did just coach in his, his 10th conference championship game. He's got a ring, one of the wealthiest coaches, uh, highest paid coaches around. Uh, now he's doing State Farm endorsements. So I would say Andy Reid has been successful. Successful. He has been. See, that's going to win with it. Ow. I shouldn't have let him. Well, don't you think the Cowboys would kill to have the kind of record that he has? They would. Man. But, you know. Anyway, Al, uh, give me the the uh, words so far to describe Andy Reid. You have confusing liar, indignant, <laughs> stoic, loathsome, dreadful, empty, and successful. All right. Now, before I play for you, the we have a few little snippets, Al, of the new Jalen Hurts singing album. Ah. But just to remind you that he was a little off-key when he did the Eagles fight song, here's a tiny bit of that. Fly, Eagles, fly! All right, that's probably not. All right, that wasn't great. But Al, <laughs> what if he put out an album the way the linemen did? That was for a Christmas? successful album. It could be big, and a big holiday's coming up. Take it away. If you like the Eagles' Christmas album, you'll love Jalen Hurts' Valentine's Day CD. Fly! Jalen Hurts painfully covers all the hits. I believe I can fly. And 
I believe your singing I is putrid. I can touch the sky. His voice is so bad, your ears I will bleed, Eagle Scream. It's the last gift you'll ever have to buy her. Me and AJ, AJ Brown. That makes two guys who can't sing. He must still be hurt. We Listen to the pain in AJ, his voice. AJ Brown, AJ Brown. Your Valentine we will love this CD. Add a periwinkle rose and you've got the perfect romantic gift. Crazy little thing called love. You can tell Jalen Hurts as he butchers all the hits. The it's horrible. The it's awful. Love. And it's on sound now. How deep is your love? Jalen really hurts. Do you ever know that you're my hero? You'll be a bigger hero if you just stop singing. Hurts' voice is so bad, his players don't even want him to audible. Ego, but you are the wind beneath my wings. I've had wind beneath my shorts. That sounds better than this. Not available now at eagles.com. <laughs> he <said> not available. <laughs> Oh, that was brutal. See Joe Conklin's comedy show at Holy Rosary Regional School. He's got a uh, uh, sense of humor, right? You better hope. Yeah. It's taking us to the Super Bowl, guys. We could have gone a little bit lighter. I didn't do it. Conklin did it. Uh, Conklin, uh, Holy Rosary Regional School at Walton Road at Bluebell this Saturday, February 4th. For tickets, go to JoeConklin.com. When we come back.